بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد بعد عوض بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هذه سبيلي أدعو إلى الله على بصيرة أنا من اتبعني وسبحان الله وما أنا من المشركين صدق الله العظيم الحمد لله بهذا نو كاريسا بريلين بيروفو القرآن الشريف At one time, Qarisa was also your age, sitting there one day. And today, mashallah, he's sitting on the chair reading Qirat in a beautiful way. And I'm sure we're all got inspired that one day also you want to sit on this chair on the member and read Qur'an Sharif. Say, inshallah. We all want to read Qur'an like that one day, stand on the musallah, make imamat, give the khutbah, then this should be the dream of every young boy. Ya Allah, accept me that one day I also want to be there, reading Qur'an in the most beautiful way, in the manner that Allah Ta'ala becomes happy. But all this starts now at this age. Then I make the intention in my heart that, Ya Allah, accept my life for deen. Accept my youth for deen. This age right now we're in, whether we are from 10 years, 11, 12, going up, these are valuable years of our life. Very valuable. This age of ours is most beloved to Allah. Allah loves this age of ours. Because you know when we are young, right now we are sitting here, if we had the chance now as young boys, possibly now we should be sitting upstairs over there. If not right on top, running up and down using the lift, and enjoying ourselves. But right now we are sitting in the house of Allah Taala with this intention in the heart that, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, you love me and give me your love. You see Allah Pak made us, Allah Ta'ala gave us hearts. And this heart, who's operating it? We can recharge it. Any power bank for it? Any cable for it? No. Who's controlling the heart? Do you can answer? Who's controlling it? Allah is controlling it. If Allah is controlling my heart, then I have to recognize my Allah. That Ya Allah, who are you? What is the power of Allah? What is the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The one that made me, all the beautiful colors I can see, and all the nice sweets I eat, and I can taste the burgers, and all the steaks, and all the ice cream, and everything else. Imagine if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have only one tongue. All have one tongue, isn't it? Inshallah. So with one tongue, how many things we can taste? At one time. It's amazing, isn't it? What do we say? Subhanallah. Say Subhanallah. Ya Allah, one tongue. Imagine if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said now with one tongue you can only taste sweet things. Then to taste something which is bitter, another tongue. To taste something now which is sour, a different tongue. Imagine now if we carry one bag now. All, all different types of tongues just to taste different types of food. When you go buy ice cream, you say, give me three scoops. All different flavors, bubble gum. Different flavors. One thang, now Allah Ta'ala has given us, we can taste all different flavors. Allahu Akbar. Who made my thang? Who gave it to me? Where it came from? Who put the taste in it? Whether it's my thang, whether it's my eyes also. How many colors I can see at one time? And how it's happening? What a camera Allah Pak has given in my eye, that I see so many things at one time. And I can see different colors, I can feel different textures. All happening at one time. This entire body of mine and all the faculties and what I am feeling, what I can feel, what I can taste, what I can see, what I can hear. All this is given to me by Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. So I have to get this into my heart. That Ya Allah, you gave me my entire existence. The food I eat at home also. When we go to sleep at night, sometimes you don't even remember how I slept. Isn't it? We're playing so much, running up and down. All of a sudden flat, the battery is dead. And now we slept away. Sometimes father should carry us from the car. Or sometimes from the kitchen. Sometimes we might be eating also. We fell asleep now on the plate. Now they're going to carry us to the room. Where the sleep came from? Or there's some magical dust that fell from the sky? That fell on my eyes and I fell asleep. Wait, the sleep came from. All of a sudden I just got tired and the eyes closed. Who gave me that sleep? Who put me to sleep? 
When I wake up in the morning, now full charge again, I'm ready to run again for the whole day. When it comes to examination, my small brain, I have so much information, so much of information, different subjects, plus I'm becoming a hafiz of Quran. So many paras, those are becoming hafiz. Allah Ta'ala make all of us, inshallah, hafiz of Quran. Say Ameen. The hafiz of Quran also does become hafiz the night before they're learning the Quran Sharif. Then they come the next day to the ustaz. And they sit next to him. And the ustaz gives him big eyes. You make one mistake, you're in big trouble. You know how that feels, boy? Those becoming hafiz. So now he's reading Quran. And then he gets stuck all of a sudden. He can't remember the next ayat. Happens, isn't it? The way you look after that, look up now. You're waiting for who? Jibreel Ali Salam to come down. He's gonna come. He's not gonna come. But where you looking now, that ayat, it'll come just now, it'll come just now. Then all of a sudden you got it. Now you take off again. Allahu Akbar, where is that ayat stored? In the heart? If you do a scan of the heart of Quran of his body, you do an x-ray, thinking about a cat scan, for a brain scan. And they do an x-ray with the entire body inside, outside. Will they find the Quran there? They'll find it. It's stored over there. Okay, right, it's over here now. So we know where the Quran is stored. So let's take now one big lock and lock it up there and throw the key away. So he won't forget his door. The Quran is stuck inside. It don't come out now. Where it's stored? Allah Akbar. Allah Ta'ala has kept it for him now. Thirty paras of Quran. Ya Allah, how it, how it put in the brain, in the heart. Now he's standing on the musalla in the Arabian. He's reading one way. Reading his door sometimes by the ustaz, one para, two paras. Where is it coming from? So small brain, so small mind, such a small boy. But Allah Ta'ala has given him so much of capacity, so much of energy, so much of courage. And there we can understand that this little body of mine, somebody gave it to me. My memory, somebody gave it to me. My mind intelligence, somebody gave it to me. Nothing is mine. All belongs to one Allah. Is that my intelligence? Is that my beautiful voice? Is that what I can do? It's all from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now when it comes to my life, there's only two stages in my life. One stage is now I'm a little boy. I am not Bali as yet. And then the next phase of life is when I'm an adult. Either I'm a young boy or I become an adult. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. Doesn't mean now that once I become an adult, maybe I'm 14, maybe I'm 15. Doesn't mean now I've become an adult, I can take my father's car for a spin. No. That you still got to wait for that. You can't tell your father, I'm already of age now. You still, you still get to 16 years old to get your, what they call it, smart card. You're not as smart as yet. But according to Allah Taala, you're a big man already. You have to become responsible. See, Ibrahim salam had two sons. One son was who? Ismail. Who was his mother? Hazrat? Hajar radiallahu anha. Where they were staying? In Makkah Mukarrama. What was the other son's name? You know by Ishaq. What was his mother's name? Sarah. Where he was staying? Palestine. Palestine. And Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam, where he was staying now? Who can tell me that? Where he was staying? In Makkah or Palestine? In Palestine. So he used to come to visit his young son, Ismail alayhi salatu salam. Allah ta'ala will give him permission. And some ulama say he will come on the Burak. He will come to Makkah Mu'azzama, but he was only allowed to see his son from far playing. But no contact with him. Father was in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His mother was, and his son was here in Makkah Mu'azzama. And his wife also was a hajar radiallahu ta'ala anha. Ismail alayhi salatu salam was a young boy. But because of the tarbiyat and his mother teaching him about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when his father had the dream 
And the dream he saw, أَنِّي أَذْبَحُكَ That, oh my son, I am slaughtering you. Oh my son, I am slaughtering you. That I see the hand in my, the knife in my hand and I'm cutting your neck. مَاذَا تَرَى That, oh my son, what is your eye? What is your suggestion? What do you think about this dream? Now imagine if your father is to ask you that, oh my son, I saw in a dream last night that I was slaughtering you. What do you tell your father? Papa, maybe you didn't have wuzu when you slept. It was a nightmare. Papa say, wake up for Fajr namaz. It's too early now. Namaz time change from tomorrow. It's 5 to 4, 5 to 5. It's too early in Hilal. Can't make it. Such a young boy, some of us Syrians say, were between the age of 11 and 13 only. That was his age. But he was so advanced already in maturity in his mind. He was so mature in his mind already. Recognized the one that made him. He knew Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He knew who gave him his eyes, his heart, his faculties, his limbs. He knew Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he was almost the age of becoming an adult. What do you say? Bulugh, he was almost becoming balir. By then already he was trained to think like an adult. That soon I will become balir and become of age. Now salah is 100% farz upon me. If my father doesn't get up, I still have to go for salah. Because farz upon me, not upon my father only, but upon me also. My Quran tilawat, my zakat, although I might be only 14, 15. But I'm already an adult in the eyes of Allah wa ta'ala. If in the month of Ramadan, if my parents did not get me up for seri in the morning, I can't say I don't keep fast because I wasn't awoken for seri. You have to keep roza already. Because you're already an adult, you are responsible. Now how to understand this? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us only two stages in life. Ismail alayhi salatu salam understood this already. Mentally he was already mature. He was about that age to become mature. So he already understood his purpose of life why Allah ta'ala has sent me into this world. Now he wasn't wasting his time in futile things. He wasn't playing Xbox or Playstation. There was no Xbox at that time. That time the only box they had there was a Kaaba Sharif that they built after that. So there was nothing to play. It was serious life. Yes, they had a fun time also. But when his father asked him that, Oh my son, I saw this dream, what do you think? What reply he gave? Ya abati. See his reply. Say, Ya abati. Ya abati in Arabic means, Oh my beloved father. See the respect that he afforded and gave to his father. Whether in front of your parents or behind your parents also, how to speak about your father. What words to use? Respect. Say, Ya Abati, O my beloved father. If Alma Tu'mar, do that which you have been commanded. What you saw in your dream is a command of Allah. Do as Allah has commanded you. So mature he was. Although such a young boy. And then we know the incident after that. And his father took him to Mina. And how his father now, Falamma Aslama. That when they both submitted to the command of Allah wa ta'ala and he put him head down onto the ground and his father took out the knife to slaughter him Allahu Akbar it's a lesson for us that Ismail alayhi salatu salam was ready to slaughter his passions and desires when the call comes for salah I sacrifice everything whether my football whether my astroturf whether my playstation because now my Allah is calling me when Allah calls I leave everything because he's the one that gave me the fingers. He's the one that gave me the eyes. He's the one that gave me the ears. Everything came from Allah. If Allah gave me everything, how can I say no? If Allah is saying, now's the time to meet me because I will give you everything. And if you know somebody will give me everything I want. And that person calls me. And you tell that person, I am very busy now, I can't come, I'll come later. How that person will feel? How will that person feel? Allah says that I'm giving you everything. Now when the Mu'azini is saying, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, now leave everything and run for Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, because salah is the most important thing in our life. Once I become now an adult, balik, salah is everything to me. Because once I put my head down before Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, that is where Allah has hidden all His treasures, 
of whatever I want. And the biggest treasure, understand the biggest treasure to any youngster is what we call ma'rifat. You know what's ma'rifat? Recognition of Allah. I've recognized my Allah. You see, there was a father and a son. The father was an expert mastermind thief. He was a robber. He used to break into the houses. But his son, he sent him to Maktab Madrasa. Where in Madrasa he learned now about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He learned about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Khabir, the all-informed. Allah is Al-Alim, the all-knowledgeable. Al-Sami' the all-hearing. Al-Basir, the all-seeing. Allah sees everything all at one time. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is no barrier. Like for us, we have a wall, we can't see beyond the wall. For Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, whether there is a wall there or no wall there, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is equal. Allah sees beyond everything. Through our hearts also, Allah knows the whisperings, the thoughts going through our mind. Allah even knows the thoughts that will come into our mind, which we don't know about. Something we haven't even thought about as yet, Allah already knows that you are going to think about that. So he learned this in madrasa by his ustaz. Allah knows everything. Allah hears everything. Allah is all informed. Whatever your thoughts are, whatever your intentions are, and according to your thoughts, your intentions, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to treat you. Allah is going to give you. Allah is going to bless you. Allah is going to be happy with you. So his father told him that, Oh my son, now you're a big boy. Now we'll teach you my craft and my trade. What was his skill? Father was a professional robber, thief. So break into the houses. Allah used to give his son tuition. Say, come I teach you now. So tonight we'll go on an expedition tonight. And I'll show you now how you must operate. The darkness of the night. But what we'll do is, I'll station you and leave you at the street corner. You duck there. And I'll go into the house and I'll break into the house. And if you hear anybody coming, then you must whistle. The father hardly entered the property and the son whistled. The father stopped, checked around, it was clear. He went on again, trying to open the window of the house. Again the son whistled. Father checked around, he says, nobody, the outcome is whistling. Father opened the window, he had one foot inside, one foot outside. The son whistled again. Father came running now. Caught the says, What's wrong? Who's around? I don't see anybody. See, my Allah is here. My Allah can see. See, where you learn this from? He said, The madrasa you sent me. The madrasa and maktab you sent me, they teach me there. Allah sees everything all the time. In the small heart of his, he had the recognition of Allah. Every moment. So he didn't break the command of Allah wa ta'ala. This age we have right now, in Arabic they say that youth is a branch of madness. What they say? Youth is a branch of madness. You can do mad things. When the boys get together and then they dare you to do something which is mad. Well just to show my friends now who's the boss. So I do mad and crazy things. But that we should do only for Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Not to show people. See the friends we have play a big role in our life. We're going to school, we're going to madrasa. So our youth now, although we're doing this, but we're doing it for Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, my life is for you. On the day of Qiyamah, ulama explain that the sun will be just one mile ahead of, above our heads, one mile away. In summer we know how hot, hot it is. And then we go into a room and the aircon is on. How we enjoy the cool aircon. We sit in the car, we put the aircon on. How we enjoy it. And the cold water, and the cool drink and everything else. That is in this world. The day of Qiyamah also, we can imagine the heat on the day of Qiyamah. When the sun will be just one mile above our heads. And we will be perspiring. There will be no water to drink. But Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala has a special place. Has a special room. Under His throne. Which Allah has reserved that place only for you young youth. That those youth 
of the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That will grow up in the ibadat of Allah, in the worship of Allah. What do we mean by the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That from the time I become of age and make this intention from now. Ya Allah, from now, from the time I become an adult till my death, I will not miss one salah. Say inshallah, I will never miss a single salah. Say inshallah. Not one salah I will miss. This will be the pride. Ya Allah, I have missed one salah in my life. At one namaz. Every salah, every salah will make an effort to go to, to the masjid to read salah behind the imam. I will never miss it. Everything else can go. My spouse can go also. This can happen, that can happen. But Allah made me for this. Made me for salah. Allah wants to see me come to the house of Allah, put my head down before Him. This was the life of Sahaba radiyallahu anhum, with whom Allah said that I am happy with them. This should be in my heart, Ya Allah, I don't want to miss one salah in my life. Because the first thing on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will ask about when the examination will start. The first question is, regards to our salah. What is the condition of your namaz? Whether you miss or you did not miss. Allah said, I gave you your entire life. I wanted you to prostrate and make sajda before me. Did you do it or didn't you do it? That's the day now to pass and not to fail. So from the time I become of age, that one salah will become qaza in my life. Even fajr namaz also. And every one of us has the ability. Every one of us has the ability to read all our salah in the masjid. To read our Quran every day. To make dhikr every day. To go out in the path of Allah wa ta'ala. We have within us that courage. We have the ability. We all have it, isn't it? How we know we have it? How we know? That I have it. That I can read on my salah. I can change things at home. Even my father doesn't go, I can make him go also. You know when we want to go play football. Or we want to go for some excursion. How we are at home. We want to do it. We want to do it. Somehow or the other we will get our way. We'll make a plan. With our parents, we'll twist their arm this way, that way. Tell our mother, speak to Papa. Tell him, I'll behave, I'll do like this, I'll do like that. I'll learn my sabak, I'll go to school, I'll pick up my grades. All this plan we make, because we want to do certain things. So just as we have the courage now to do other activities, Allah Ta'ala save us sometimes, we have even the courage now to do the wrong things. We have the courage, we have the strength. So we're going to use the same courage and strength to do the right things. To do the right things. If we will do the right things in the day of Qiyamah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say when it's so hot, that come my young boys, come, come. Come and sit under the shade of my throne. Here the aircon is on. The food is being served. Whatever you want, this is jannati food. Whether you want pizzas, whether you want burgers, whether you want steak, whether you want ice cream, you just relax and it will be served to you. Whether you like now cappuccino, coffee, however you like it. Ice cream, whatever, jannati food. All is for you now. All is for you. Now you can relax, the aircon is on. Now you made it. Now you pass with flying colors. And this is a reality. That one day we'll have to go to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. But the effort is over here in this world, we have iman in our hearts. We have La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. That treasure we have in our hearts. Of La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah is the most valuable treasure. And who's a thief of that? Who wants to steal our iman? First one is who? Our nafs. You know who the nafs? Where the nafs is? Who can tell me who's the, where the nafs is? Hmm? It's within you. The nafs is inside. You see, you're looking at one Yusuf sitting over here. But there's one inside also. I'm speaking to you, you're saying, but inside, something, somebody else is saying something else. Somebody else is saying something else inside. That is the chore inside. That's the thief inside. 
There's a guy who got a grip by the neck and say, you know what, enough now. You took me enough to the wrong places now. I want to go to the masjid, but you took me now upstairs the masjid. Now I'm sitting there on my cell phone. What do you want to do? You read namaz. But the thief inside, the other person inside, that's a nafs that is telling you all the wrong things. He's operating in your brain. He's taking you a zigzag. You see? So you got nafs there and you got shaitan on one side. So we got two enemies. Now how to make my iman so strong that I can fight it? So strong I can fight this nafs. It has me use bad language. I said, no, no, can't use bad language. Bully so and so and I can't bully anybody. Allah is stronger than me. Allah is listening to every word I say. Every word I say is being recorded. Every word I'm saying is being recorded by Allah, by the angels. They are doing all their recording. And one day they will show me what I said, what I did. What I'm looking at, whether I read my salah, how I read my salah. And we know as young boys now, when he comes for namaz, we are coming for salah also. Namaz takes how long? Five minutes, six minutes, ten minutes. But we know in namaz also, we are standing in the back. How in the ten minutes, how much we steal in namaz, isn't it? How that time the nafs and shaitan sits on the head now. That in salah now we can't stand straight. Somehow it hit somebody to the right, hit somebody to the left. You might pinch somebody, turn somebody's foot. In such time, you might jump on somebody, hit his trophy off. Say, by who did that? I don't know who did it. I didn't do anything. Say, who did it? Say, no, nafs did it. Shaitan did it. Who's shaitan? It's my shaitan. Only in namaz it happens. Out of namaz we're sitting straight up like nothing happened. Only when Imam Sab says, Allahu Akbar, then shaitan comes out, his whole army. Then the nafs comes out. Then somehow I can't stand straight in namaz now. All these things happen in namaz. So how to grab that nafs inside and to tame him? And to tell him also, now you must also be kalima now. You also become Muslim. You also must say, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. Oh, you're going to take me away from Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. This iman we have to work on. Now where do we work upon this iman, upon this heart? Where we can get the type of iman that is so strong. That we can understand the reality of akhirat. The reality of our life, where we want to get to, we want to become number one Muslim first. Number one Muslim first. Then I can become an engineer, doctor, alim. But first I am number one Muslim. With my iman, my akhlaq, my character, they must say, look at this Muslim doctor. Look at this Muslim specialist. Look at this Muslim accountant. That you look at him, mashallah, he looks like an alim, like a Mulana. He looks like a qari. He looks like an imam. Say, no, no, but he's a doctor. Subhanallah. Muslim doctor. Either he's a doctor, Muslim is a Muslim doctor. You must excel in all the fields. Meet everybody. You must be number one. But at the end of the day, my head is down to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Because I have to go to akhirat. I have to go to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. I have this short life. And you'll know so many people, so many friends, whether they were 15, 19, 20, 25 that they left this world, they are gone. They are gone back to Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. So before I get there to make an effort on my iman, to believe that one day I have to reach Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. You see, ulama give a nice story, they say, that in the ocean there was a little fish. So the little fish saw a worm dangling in the water. You know what that worm by? The bait. So when fisherman came with his rod and he threw the worm in the water. So this little fish now, maybe he was grade 8 or grade 5 or grade 11, whatever grade he was now underwater. He got school there also. How to swim, isn't it? Hmm. There's no, lock, no lockdown over there, no online. Because if they go online, that line will catch him and pull them out. So you got to stay far from the line. So that fish now saw this worm dangling in the water, so he's swimming around it. Now he's timing it. Just now he'll go for the bite. Nice juicy worm. So who passed by him? He says the Imam fish, Imam Sab fish, passed him. Say, what are you doing? Sometimes Imam Sab will see you in the back playing with the phone. He's playing with the phone in the message. Hey, close your phone in the house of Allah. Sometimes Allah Pak says, you sing comedies, you sing cartoons in the masjid. Allah Pak's house. Can't do it over here. Can't do it outside the masjid also. Allah Ta'ala protect us. Put the phone off and come to the house of Allah. 
What are you going to do in the house of Allah? Everything is being recorded. Everything is being recorded. So you've got to be very careful. You don't want to get in trouble. By Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala. Allah is seeing me. The Imam Sahib told the little fish, be careful what you're doing. He said, no, I'm just going for a bite. Take out. What? Take away. Eating out. If he has to go eating out, where he'll land? Out of the water. Then he's dead. So the Imam Sahib told him, hey, be careful. If you're going to bite that worm, behind the worm there's a big hook over there. It'll hook you. Then they're going to pull you out. So little fish told the Imam Sahib, hey, Imam Sahib, maybe you, you know, you're not up to date. You don't know what's happening out there. We know what's happening. Don't worry. You got things covered. I got my backup. I got my friends also. They come bail me out. Don't worry. Right? We got network. We got our group. Whatever it is, Imam Sahib, maybe you don't know all these things. I said, okay, don't believe me. Then who came past? Opa and Oma. You know who's that, right? Gee, grandparents came. Old school now. All right. They say, what you do? He said, no, go for a bite. He said, no, be careful. You'll get caught. He said, what do you all know? I'm going to school. I'm so and so grade. I'm doing a high grade also. I'm going for tuition also. And everything else. You all don't know about these things. You all know time already passed. All, you all don't know something beyond. They said, no, we know something beyond that. Let us explain to you. He said, what is there? They say, see behind that worm, there's a hook. If you're going to bite it, that hook is going to catch you. And behind that hook now, there's a long line. That long line is connected to something you call a, what do you call it? A fishing rod. And behind that fishing rod now, there's a man, he's called a human being. And he's come now fishing for the weekend with his four other friends. And once you bite on it and you get caught, and then you're going to fight for your life. You're going to fight for your life. Because he's going to let you go, then he's going to pull you. And then nobody can help you. Then you are gone. Then you are gone. And once he pulls you out slowly, 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 he pulls you out of the water, and then you can't breathe. In the sand he made a little hole there. He just throw you into that hole. A little bit water in there, just to keep you alive a little bit. Then he brought his dog also. The dog will come and sniff you. And after he finishes his day of fishing, he will grab you by the tail. He brought a big knife with him. And he's going to chop you. He's going to cut you in half. He's going to take out your insides. He's going to cut you to pieces. Now his eyes are gone big now. Fish eyes. See, what are you talking about all these things? I'm telling you. And then... His four friends came and they brought their masala also. They used a masala you. And the way your skin is gonna burn. And then he brought the bride stand. And he's gonna bribe you. And he's gonna serve you to all his friends. Each one of them has so, how many teeth by? 30? 32 teeth. Times five of them. And the way they're gonna chew you. And I say, I don't believe you. He says, listen to us, it's a reality. How many times our parents tell us, listen to me, I'm telling you something, believe me. Believe me. Read your namaz, read your Quran, read your sabak, read your salah on time. Be a good boy. Allah will give you a good life. We think, no, I got my friends, I got my life, everything is in check. He says, no, believe me. It's going to happen. But that's only the beginning of it. Say, so after they finish, eat you, and then they digest you, and when you will come out after that, even you'll want to run away after that. What a smell will come out. He says, I can't believe it. It's reality. Our parents, our ulama are telling us that we have this young life of ours, 14, 15, till 20, 25. This is a time now for us to exert ourselves in the obedience of Allah. To learn about Iman, where I can become the good friend to my other friends, where I can bring them to the masjid, where I can take them out in the path of Allah, where I can encourage them to read Quran Sharif, where they will find comfort by me, not the one now to give them tuition how to swear, and to use bad language, and to download the haram things. Because whatever I will teach them now, the sin will come unto me for the rest of my life. But if I will encourage them now to do the right things, then maybe I won't become an alim, but I'll be a pious Muslim. Is it first to become alim? Not first to become imam, but it's first to become pious. To be a good person. So I will become inspirational to them. Maybe I can't do so much of deen work, 
But they will go ahead, they will do deen work. And I will get all the reward for it. But I got to become that good friend to them. To give them the right mashwara, the right advice, to show them the right places. Then Allah will take work from me. But the intention starts now, Ya Allah, I want to be used and accepted for the khidmat of deen. And Allah has given us the best role model. The best, most superior, most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ummatis of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nobody can match our Nabi. Whether in beauty, whether in style, whether in fashion, whether in speech, in every single facet, aspect of his life, he was the most beautiful. No matter what people might tell us, tell us around, this hairstyle, this type of garb, this brand name, our brand name, what's it called? Sunnat. That's our style, our fashion, this is the time we pass away. I live by sunnat, I die by sunnat. I love the sunnat. Because nobody is more, more superior than my Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I am his follower, I am his ummati. Anybody besides Rasulullah sallallahu and sahaba radiallahu anhum, and the pious Muslims, we find now we're following different types of stars, etc. They're not Muslim. They don't even know how to make istinja also. When they go to the toilet, they wash the bottom. What they do? They polish it with toilet paper. But I want to be like him. My hair must be like him. My hair must be like him. You see? Who we follow? Muhammad Rasulullah. The most beloved of Allah. If I want to become the beloved of Allah, I have to follow Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah will make me like him also. Allah will give me energy, strength to worship Allah wa ta'ala. So to learn this iman, to conclude, how many boys here are 17 years old? Okay, put their hands up. 17? Nobody. 17 years old. 17 years old. You can see them how young they are, mashallah. 17 year old boys. In the history of Islam, there was a young boy. His name was Muhammad bin Qasim al-Thaqafi. Muhammad bin Qasim al-Thaqafi from Ta'if. You heard this name before? Read about him so you know. These are our stars. Who we follow, who we love, who we want to become like. In the year 711 Hijri, 711 Hijri, after the Hijra of Rasulullah, 700 years later, there was a ship of Arabs, men and women and children, and there was a storm at sea, and the, the ship was shipwrecked. And the ship now was washed onto the shores of a place called Sindh which is in Pakistan. So many of the men were killed by the Hindus. And the Arab women were taken as captives, they were locked up. And they were abused and they were hit. That time the ruler, his name was Hajjaj bin Yusuf. was a very oppressive person. Very oppressive. So those women sent a message now to the governor, that we have been taken as prisoners. Who is there to save us? Who will be there to come and Free us, take us back home. We have our children with us. So Hajjaj sent an army against the Hindus. That army was defeated. He sent a second army. That army also was defeated. They spent millions of gold coins. Now to feed the army, to equip them for their journey, their food, their equipment, their clothing, accommodation, everything. So he was humiliated. But then too, he didn't give up. Who to send now? He sent the best generals he had, the best commanders he had, and they were defeated by the Hindu army. Finally, Allah Ta'ala put in his heart, and his eyes fell upon his nephew, who was also his son-in-law. His name was Muhammad bin Qasim. Muhammad bin Qasim, already at that age of 17, was a governor, like how you can say mayor, was a governor of a place called Ray in Persia. At what age? 17. Imagine you 17 years old, they make you the mayor of Durban. Or Mozambique, says subhanAllah. To run the entire province. Or the country maybe. At the age of 17. So responsible he was. What made him responsible? Iman. 
wasn't his intelligence, it was his iman. Because he had iman in his heart. He had ma'rifat in his heart, recognition of Allah at only the age of 17. So Hajjaj sent a message to Muhammad bin Qasim, that get your army ready and march on to Sindh. He had a whole army of his own at the age of 17. Our army, where we take them? That's too tough. How many players there? Are you playing now? See what you were playing with. Cannonballs. I saw a cannon. Pass your time. So he had a, he had a machine called Manajik. Manajik was a catapult. You know what's a catapult? In the old days they used catapults. They had no bazookas and missile launchers and drones. They had majaniq, which was an apparatus that is to make. It was a massive thing. On the top they used to put rocks. And they had like a pulley from the back, they used to pull it down. They used to fling the rocks onto the enemy, fought and destroyed the walls. So he had majaniq that were built it took 500 men to operate that one machine. 500 men. So he sent most of his artillery equipment by ship. And he marched on with his, with his army. At what age? 17. So you can imagine now, no matter how young I may be, Allah has kept within me that amount of talent, energy, intelligence, to become just as intelligent and talented like Muhammad bin Qasim. Why not? Why not? Because he had Iman. At that age now to take an entire army, is it just to protect, they had a golden idol that is to worship in Sindh. Which the entire Hindu world used to come there to worship. And just looking after that golden idol were 3,000 of the pundits, they call Brahmins, is look after it, and they were trained in warfare. This young boy, with his army, with Imam in his heart, the first stroke defeated the entire army. At 17 years old, controlling an entire army of Mujahideen. What guts he had, what Iman he had. And then he set up the entire Islamic state. India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, entire subcontinent, which you call India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, population, we know what the numbers are, goes into hundreds of millions. That entire area, he became the governor of the entire subcontinent, one young boy at the age of 17. Look at the Iman in his heart. And then, when his uncle, his father-in-law, Hajjaj bin Yusuf, fell a threat, he felt threatened by this young boy. What that he felt? This boy was so just, so fair, so much iman, upright, no cheating, no deceiving, straightforward, amal, deen in his life. Such a government he set up in the subcontinent. That his own uncle now, who was you can say, the governor of the time, he felt threatened by his own son-in-law, that if my son-in-law has to call for arms, and tell his army to march against me, they will defeat me. They will defeat me. Because his army is so loyal to him. They, they are prepared to give their lives on his one call. That was Iman. So what his uncle did, he sent a message to his son-in-law, his nephew. After setting up everything. And today we are sitting here, as Muslims, in Masjid al because of Muhammad bin Qasim rahmatullah he brought Islam to India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. That's how, that's how Islam came into the subcontinent, India, Pakistan and Bangladesh. And most of us have come from there. Where it stemmed from? Muhammad bin Qasim, 17 year old boy. From there we can understand that every one of us, it may be 14, 15, 16, we can work towards it. Ya Allah, you can make me a light of hidayat. You can make me the light of hidayat. Where I can bring youngsters, I can bring old, young towards the deen of Allah. What iman he had, when his uncle sent him the letter, Oh, Muhammad bin Qasim, I want, you to, I want you to return now to Arabia. I want you to come back. When the letter came, 
And the letter was read out to him. His ministers told him, that, Oh Muhammad bin Qasim, you know what this means. He said, I know very well what it means, this letter. That means that if you return to your uncle, your father-in-law, Hajjaj bin Yusuf, he will kill you. He will kill you. Because he feels threatened about your governance. That you might overthrow him. He says, I know that. He says, I know that. He says, they don't go. We will go with you, we'll march on. He says, no. He says, no. I prefer giving my life and saving thousands of lives of my army men. Better your lives are preserved, I will give my life. See the iman in his heart. Somebody irritates me, I say, I'll call all my friends for you. I call all my friends for you. We'll have a gang fight. No. A certain akhlaq of a Muslim. We'll make ma'af, forget about it. I'll take the hiding quietly. Make dua for him. And the same Muhammad bin Qasim was a product of the dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa when Nabi Ali sallallahu alayhi went to Ta'if. And you know the story how Nabi Ali sallallahu alayhi was abused, punished, tortured. Rocks thrown at him till his his temples were full of blood. And then he made dua Allah from these people create somebody that will have iman. And he came from the same place, Taif, Muhammad bin Qasim. He was the barqad dua of Rasulullah sallallahu When he returned to Hajjaj, his father-in-law, immediately he put him in prison. You see, before even the age of 20, he passed away in prison. Passed away in prison, he gave his life. This is iman, my dear brothers. How for us to become this magnus of hidayat? That we have to learn in the path of Allah. How we can move in the path of Allah and how we can move other people also in the path of Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala. How I can get my salah, my Quran, my dhikr. And I become a strong powerhouse for other boys also. That don't do the haram, don't do the wrong. Salah time now, keep it up, let's go for namaz. Let's read our Quran, let's make our dhikr. Friday night this program taking place in Masjid Hilal. Come, let's go for the programs, let's go for the programs. Let's move in the right direction. So Allah becomes happy with us. Allah will bless us. Allah will give us the best. Where to learn this now? Where to learn this? We all have to learn how to drive a car, isn't it? Like easy to drive a car? Not easy. Because you know a manual car has how many pedals? Three. How many feet do you have? Two. How many gears the car got? Six. And how many hands do you have? You got the front, you got the front to check, you got the rear to check, you got the side mirrors to check, and the speedometer and your cell phone. How many eyes do you have? Two. But how are you controlling that car? At top speed. Right, at top speed from one robot to the next robot. From Crescent Road to Brickfield Road, top speed you're doing. And how you brick all of a sudden? Because you want to learn how to drive this car. You want to learn because you got desire. So you'll do it. Now to learn how to drive the car of deen. Where I'm going to learn that now. For that we say you have to go out in the path of Allah. Then now I learn how to drive this car of deen. This is where I will learn it. Then I can put foot down after that. Then my namaz, alhamdulillah, is easy. My Quran is easy. Everything becomes easy. For this we say go out in the path of Allah. And learn our deen inshallah. For this who is ready? Just like how, mashallah, when we score the goal, we all sit down. We duck. What do we say? Goal. Aussie Empire. He's out for a six or whatever it is now. So he also will hit a six now. He also will score the goals. We will play now for the for striker. Number ten. Right? But we don't want to mess up things and become a messy. We want to become Muhammadi. We want to become a Muhammadi. For that now, who's ready? Who's ready to jump and say, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Like how we jump now when you will be chosen for the football team. That I am ready. Not to feel shy. Yalla, I'm ready. When we will stand, my friend will get encouraged. I'll get his reward also. So stand and give our names, inshallah. Who'll stand first and say, I am ready. Yalla, I am ready, mashallah, by Uzair. By Uzair. Ji, stand up, Uzair. Keep it. Gee, who's ready four months to shkil, inshallah? Ready for four months. To send now to the principal in the school, say, I'm going four months now. Assalamu alaikum. 
I'll see you next year now. No, but you make mashwara at home. Those that are finishing the metric, to give now, we're all going for the gap year. So let's do a four months. Go and learn how to maneuver this cow, Deen. What a beautiful cow we have. What a beautiful cow. Gee, who is there, inshallah? Don't fear. Is that a, is not now, is a promise, is an intention. Ya Allah, I'm ready to go. Ya Allah, I want to go. I want to learn Deen. So Deen becomes easy for me. So do, gee. Gee, former brothers can go to my right hand side, inshallah. Don't feel shy. Don't feel shy. It's coming in the heart. Ya Allah, I want to go. Even though my mind and heart is saying, how are you going to go? But inside my heart is saying, but I'd like to go. I'd love to go. Yallah, I want to go. Who will take us out? Who will accept us? The coach? No, Allah will accept us. If Allah accepts us, Allah will change our parents' heart also. Allah will make the means also. So it's coming in the heart, Yallah, please take me. So my life will come out four months, four months, four months. And nothing happened in my life. Gee, who's coming to metric here? We'll finish the metric. Now for me to learn how to bring deen into my life, to make it easy for me, and to bring others onto deen also. Because we know that jali is going to come soon. Then how are we going to save ourselves? How are we going to save ourselves? Allah protect us. But He has the system already. Once you subscribe to the channel, when He will come on His channel of some crazy type of sports, Allah save us music, maybe movies also. Once you subscribe to His channel, then you can't unsubscribe. Now you're part of His jamaat. Before we can get caught over there, He allowed you to subscribe to this jamaat. Gee, give our names, so go and join the brothers there. Who's ready for four months? To save ourselves, inshallah. To bring Imam into our lives. Attention after we finish Matrik, inshallah. Gee, Gee, Bismillah, Bismillah, Bismillah. Ishaq, take your friends with you inshallah. Grade 11, grade 12, make the intention mashallah, accept. Allah accept, Allah accept. Allah accept. Between grade 11 inshallah, make intention that after matric inshallah, still stand. Make intention, even if you're in grade 11, inshallah, hmm. once you finish matric, we're ready to go out in the path of Allah. Four months inshallah, let us stand inshallah, come. Mashallah, mashallah. Allah accept inshallah. Who else? Let us join that jamaat inshallah. Gee. You will stand up, your friends will see you, they'll come with you, you'll get the reward also. Gee, we can make our team now, Bismillah, Bismillah, Bismillah. It's coming in the house, Allah, I want to be accepted. Allah, I want to be accepted. Make the intention, don't be fearful, don't be scared. Don't feel shy. Allah, I want to go, I want to go, I want to learn about Deen, I want to be a good boy. Gee, who else, Inshallah. Hanzalah, mashallah. Allah accept, Allah accept. Gee, well, make the intention, Allah will open the way. Or making intention, Allah will open the way. Gee, we finish our metric also. Allah, we want to go and learn once in our lifetime to give our four months. To learn about our deen and everything will become easy after that. Tell your life will have some direction, our salah will become easy, Quran will become easy, to obey Allah will become easy. Gee, who else? Come by Gee, Who else is ready, inshallah? Come. It's coming in the heart. Let us stand up, inshallah. Don't feel shy. Who else, my respected brother? Come. Form us in the path of Allah. Gee, make dua in our hearts. Ya Allah, please accept me. Please. The desire should be there. Ya Allah, please accept me. Like there was a farmer. He had one son. And the son, he dressed up all nice suit, boot and tie. And he's walking now, and he's whisking away, he's going to the city. So somebody saw him, he said, farmer's son, where are you going to? Simple boy like you now. Out of fashion clothing also, where are you going to? He said, I'm going to marry the princess. He said, subhanallah, the princess, farmer's son, you're going to marry the princess? He said, yeah, I'm already half married. He said, how? He said, I already accepted her. She must accept me now. She must accept me now. Allah has already accepted. Allah has already? Allah wants you Allah says, I already want these boys. They want me. Understand? Is that what Allah says? Let's see now. Allah says, I already want them. That's why I brought them here. And Allah wants to see whether we want Allah or not. But Allah says, I want to be your friend. Allah says, I am already the friend of those that have Iman. I'm already the friend. Whether they want to make me their friend, I don't know. So there's no doubt. 
There's no doubt in it. There's only yaqeen and certainty. That Allah Ta'ala brought us here because He wants us. So how many of us say, Allah, I also want you. Now's the time to make the deal. So who is it to say, Allah, I want you. And I'm ready to give the formality, Allah, to know who you are. You make the intention, inshallah. Make the intention, just an intention, Ya Allah, I want. You, who else, inshallah? Who else? MashaAllah, don't miss the boat. Don't miss the boat. Don't miss the flight. MashaAllah. Hafiz Ahmad, MashaAllah. Come, Yusbul, MashaAllah. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. Don't miss the flight. Don't miss the flights are taking off. Don't miss the flight. MashaAllah. Here already the visa is already issued. Tickets are booked. Say, Allah, I'm ready for boarding. Be almost final boarding call. Who say, Ya Allah, I'm ready, I'll catch the flight quickly. MashaAllah, 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 MashaAllah. Ji is coming, stand up and go for it. Go for it, go for it. Go for it. If you don't want to go for this, our youngsters are going for all upside down things. They're jumping from bridges, head down. Jumping from bridges, bungee jumping. Upside down they're jumping. For that they're doing it. They say, jump for Allah now. Bismillah, Bismillah. Who's gonna take the flight? Who else is ready for performance, inshallah? Who's ready to make intention, inshallah? Alright, come, inshallah. In this holiday, inshallah. November holiday is coming up, December holidays, inshallah. Who's ready for chilla? 40 days in the path of Allah. Come, make some intention. Ji, Bismillah. Who's ready for 40 days? Mashallah, half a sap. Go by Ahmad Kadwa, inshallah. Who else, inshallah? 40 days in the path of Allah. Or even something close, inshallah. Something close to 40 days, inshallah. Who is ready? Let us stand, inshallah. Ji, give him one 40 days. Yeah, I'm ready for 40 days. I'm ready. I'll pack my sleeping bag, pack my bag. Mashallah. What's the name, boy? Muhammad. Muhammad. Who will join them? Bismillah, join them. Bismillah. Allah, I'm ready also. I'll make dua. Allah, you accept me for the 40 days to go in the path of Allah. Even if we start with a half a chilla, 20 days to 40 days, inshallah, let us give our name. Ji. Yusuf, mashallah. mashallah. Come join us, inshallah. Mashallah. Ji, you don't get left behind. Say, I'm ready. 20 yes. days, 40 days. 20 days, 40 days. Come, quickly, my respect. There's only three minutes left. Muhammad, mashallah. Mashallah, hafiz Ahmad, Muhammad, mashallah. Mashallah, Muhammad, Allah accept, inshallah. Who else? Come, Ji, mashallah. Mashallah, mashallah. Mashallah, mashallah. Who else? Allah, Allah accept them. Allah bless them. Allah, Allah open their future for them. Come, mashallah. 40 days. Who else, inshallah? Mashallah, Mashallah. Come, my respected brothers. Who else? Chilla in the path of Allah. Mashallah, if it's coming in the heart, let us stand, Inshallah. Don't be shy. Even Matrix students, Inshallah. First time in the path of Allah, let's make intention, Inshallah. Who's ready? Mashallah, stand. Let us stand, Inshallah. Who's ready? We give our intention, we're giving mashwara at home after that. Then we can speak to our parents that I gave my name for 40 days, how much can I go for? But at least it's coming in my heart, Allah, I want to go. The 40 days you will enjoy it. Pack your sleeping bag, go out in the path of Allah. It's the only benefit, only enjoyment. Dear Bismillah, make intention. Say, Allah, I'm ready, I want to go. Oh, my holidays will just pass like that. And no benefit to me. I will go out in the path of Allah. Speak to the young boy, he will get inspired, he'll go in the path of Allah, mashallah, my entire account of reward lies opened. Ji, who else? Anyone else ready, inshallah, come. 40 days in the path of Allah, come. Mashallah, what's it? Mashallah. Talha, mashallah, come to the side. The Monana. Talha, come to the side, inshallah. Inshallah, who else? Who else is ready, inshallah? Last Tashkil, inshallah, my respected brothers, those brothers who are ready, inshallah, for 10 days or even 3 days in the path of Allah from this weekend. Let us go to the back, inshallah. Who's ready for 3 days up to 10 days, inshallah? Let us go to Ahmad. Gee, we all should be ready. 3 to 10 days. Bismillah. 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 Shalom. Bismillah. 3 days up to 10 days, inshallah. A short time, like a weekend it is only. Gee, Bismillah. Bismillah. Ji, one one will stand, the rest will join. One one stand, the rest will join. Bismillah, Bismillah, Bismillah. Ji, we all give some time. Bismillah, our brothers are ready. Bismillah. Ji, stand, go. Ji, Mahana is there. Ji, who else will go? Who else ready for three days? 
جی ماشاء اللہ حافظ صاحب از دے حافظ یوسف جی ویل جوائن دیم بسم اللہ اونلی فور تھری ڈیز ٹو ٹین ڈیز وی سی تھری ڈیز ایم جوائنٹ ویل ایکسٹینڈ ٹو ٹین ڈیز نو پرابلم All we are saying, make the intention that we go home and then we will make mashwara. We will ask our parents for now. We give our name. Then we speak to our parents after that. Gee, who else? Say, I'll give my name now. Then we speak out to our parents. Gee, who else is coming? The Hadith Bismillah. Go. Go join them. Go join them. Gee. Even after the program, if it comes in our heart, We saw the brothers that are there, we can go and give our name quietly also. I'm also ready. This is my address, my name, and I'm ready to join for three days to ten days. So even after the program, after Isha also, we give our one Sahib, we can give him our name, that we are ready to go out in the path of Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala. And finally, we make the last intention, as I mentioned before, Ya Allah, from now till I leave this world, Ya Allah, I will not miss one salah or jama'at. Say, inshallah, every salah I will get in the masjid behind the imam. Allah ta'ala accept, inshallah. الحمد لله رب العالمين ولا قبة للمتقين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين يا أرحم الراحمين هو كريم رحيم الله except all these youth my Allah except their parents يا الله except the siblings my Allah يا الله make them beacons of hidayat make them مصابيح الهدى يا الله make them مفاتيح الخير يا الله except their lives with the خدمات الدين يا الله grant them the best of dunya قبر آخرة bless their families their parents their grandparents يا الله save them from all the fitnas and tie them to رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا الله grant them the best of dunya قبر آخرة keep them in your barakat in your حفاظت يا الله ودعافية صحة سلامة ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون السلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين آمين